This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Some people speculated. They said the Naira is now 710. It's going to 750. <laughs> Waiting one, two, three days. Pop! Came to 630. Okay. It's going to come to 10. This is, I mark my word. Naira will exchange for 10 Naira to $1 in this country. Some of you that are running away, you are running back. Before you come, we have occupied. Oh, no, no, God, we are waiting. We are speaking the future. Did you hear what I said? If it has happened before, it will happen again. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. As you are going, maintain your Naira account. You will need it. <laughs> you will need it. I said it's going to be massive. It's going to be massive. You will soon be taking us on a, on a cruise ride for your birthday. Somebody here. Cruise ride. All the family of him. There is no boat cruise in heaven. It's here. I will ride it. There is a difference between first class and economy. Every V-mind, you will visit the nation of your dream. You will call us from there. We will confirm it. That God is good. In the name of Jesus. Shake the person on your left and your right. Whether you are talking to him or not. <laughs> whether you like him or not, whether you like her or not, shake her. You don't have any choice. Jesus has brought you to sit together. Praise God, somebody. Welcome to the month of August. The first Sunday in the month of August. The eighth month of the year. For biblical students, you know it stands for what? New. New thing. Remember not the former thing, says the Lord, for I will do a new thing. Today is the anointing service and thanksgiving. The oil will rest on you. Amen. And it will make a difference. Amen. A massive difference. Amen. What stop others will not stop you. Amen. I say what stop others will not stop you. Amen. We are the fear you will succeed. In the name of Jesus. After today, you will no longer be confused of who to say yes to and who to say no to. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said after today, you will no longer be confused. You will know who to say yes to. You will, say, you will know who to say no to. Because the oil may open your eye to clarity. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 1. I'll be preaching what I caption living in obedient living in what obedient one of the secret to success one of the secret to success to greatness to impact is obedience living write it down living in obedience very familiar scripture for Bible student, Isaiah 1, 
verse 19 and 20. Today is not much of the scripture. I'll pick up the scripture and then we close. Isaiah 1, 19 and 20, which I read in unison at the count of three. Are you ready? Okay, one, two, and three. Shout, if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Sealed. I don't fear any devil represented by any man. You need to discover to recover. If there is no discovery, there is no recovery. When you obey spiritual instruction, you enjoy the good of the land. Just follow me. If you pick these words, you can't suffer in life. It's our secret. It's the secret of every successful man or woman. When your life becomes a seed, it affects your generation on board. That's God's word. That's not my word. God was speaking to a chosen generation, a peculiar people. Every serious parent will always have a time to call the children God has blessed them with, whether it's one or two or three, to sit down and teach them the secret of succeeding in life, retaining in life, and generational blessing. I'm not talking about that the one that when one person is gone, everything is gone. Every time I drive with my son or my daughter, we don't just cruise or drive to somewhere. We engage in conversation because time is short. You may not have the time to pass that message. Every time you contact someone in life, you had an opportunity to impact the person. So you don't regret your tomorrow. Because what you don't say, another will say. Is everybody hearing me this morning? I'm not here to tell you you'll be blessed. You're already blessed by covenant. Nobody can cause whom God has blessed. You can't sit in heavenly place, far above principalities and power, and somebody is telling you you'll be blessed. I say amen. If you're right in the kingdom, what we are going through is a process what towards realizing the blessing. When the seed is in the woman, it's already there. It's going through a process until the ninth month. If it's not there, it's not there. That's the power of seed. Train up a child in the way it will go. When it grows, it will not depart. You drop the seed. It doesn't matter where your son or daughter finds himself. There's something you have put in there. It will always remind how him. So, the children of Israel was planted in a strange land. And God said, for you to, to prosper, you must stay by instruction. By what? By instruction. If you are willing, it's a choice. 
It's a if. It's a choice. You're being charged today. It's a choice. Nobody put gun on your head. Yes, somebody invited you, but he had a choice to say, I will come, and yet you will not come. You know, the scripture gave us an example that a man called two of his children. He called the first one, go do this for me. He said, yes, sir, I will do that. He didn't go. And he called the second. He said, I will not go, but later he went. So the end actually shows us who obeyed or who heard the father. Coming to church is good. It's the first step. Picking out something that you hear is the second step. Implementing it is the third step. If you come, you pick, you didn't implement. You're as good as the person who didn't come at all. If you are willing and obedient, he shall eat. Every land has a food. Every land has food. Every land has a blessing. Every month has a blessing. Every month is a season. So how do you uncover the blessing? How do you recover the blessing? How do you appropriate the blessing of every season and every month? You can walk in the house of a big man and yet be poor. Huh? There are people that live in the palace, but there is no sign of royalty in them. They still behave like a street people. Obedient is the key to having food continually supplied to you. I told you some time ago, a general was interviewed and was asked, Sir, how did you go through the rigors of getting to becoming a general in the Nigerian army? He said, you want to know? He said, yes. He said, the secret is, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, to my superior. Every time he gives instructions, I say, yes, sir. Whether it fits well or it doesn't fit well, I say, yes, sir. Everyone loves a child, a daughter, a son that carries out the instruction given to him. You are naturally attracted to the person. That's why there are some, some young men that you didn't give birth to, but they are in your will. You didn't bond them. Young ladies. You didn't bug them. Some of them don't even know that they are already in your will as a result of service, as a result of obedience. It's not about bringing forth. It's, a, it's about instructing and working with instruction. Say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not always comfortable with all the yes, sir. But superior has spoken because power flows from above. You're a banker, a senior banker. I know there are times that you have to write something on your junior. <laughs> and you can't give that approval to someone who is not working by instruction. So, obedience is key to your advancement in life. Obedience to instruction. There are different kinds of obedience. There are political obedience. There are spiritual obedience, which is the key. If you can obey spiritually, then if you're obeying politically, you are very selfish, you are dangerous, you are unreliable. You are in the category of hit and run, chop and go people. That's not the obedience we are talking about. It's instructive, 
is imbued, is deposited inside of you. Anywhere you've gone to, so you're part of life. To obey a simple instruction. I repeat, it's key to your greatness. Humility. The Bible says Abraham believed God and it was God. Counted as righteousness unto him. What does belief be? To believe and not to do is not belief. What you believe, you do. So it wasn't that he believed. Obedience is what better than what? Sacrifice. Sacrifice is after thought. If obedience is negated, you are trying to patch it. You are trying to mend it. Obey. That's what Saul was told by prophet Samuel. God said, utterly destroy the Amalekites because they were evil to the children of Israel and he has come to my remembrance to pay them back. He said, yes, sir. And heaven and earth believed him. But while he progressed, while he moved in the journey of his life, we found out that he was in complete disobedience. And everything began to go wrong for him. I want you to hear me well. We are not foolish when we operate by instruction. When we stay by instruction. I have a spiritual father. I'm proud of him. I say publicly that I'm going to Bishop Mike Okonkwo, Bishop Peace Okonkwo, my spiritual mother. It does not matter what my decision is. If they speak otherwise, I obey. Go and ask them. Because success in life is not effort. It's not certificate. It's not human certificate. It's not certificate given to you in school. It's what your parents. I know what my father told me, who is lying in grave now. He drew my ear. He tells me whenever we sit down together and talk. And they are here. They are instructive. They are life to me. And as long as I stay because they are spiritually inspired, they are godly, safety is guaranteed. Anywhere I go. If you are not in obedience, you can't eat the good of any land. In American passport, they'll tell you, you will see it there for those of you that have it. As much as you have every right, your light ends when you fly into another country. Stay by the instruction of the nation. It's there. If you come in and act otherwise. The other day we went to Dubai. Even my mama entered, what do they call that train or travail, whatever they call it. We could not stay on the same uh, part, compartment. This one is for female, this one is for male. Let me say it's my wife now and stay in the female side. And see if I'll come back here. As long as I obeyed it, I enjoyed the peace of the land. Got no problem with them. They didn't have problem with me. Somebody say obedience. obedience. So that is what you must learn. Go to school and learn obedience. Instruction from your parents. Your spiritual parents. Your biological parents. Your instructor. Your lecturer. Your teacher. Your boss in the office. Your HOV. Head of department. Anyone that God has kicked over you. No matter how the person behaves, 
talk to God, talk to another superior with humility. You can't fight the person that is ahead of you and succeed. It's not done anywhere. Kingdom can't rise against itself. That's the truth. Doesn't matter how you feel. There are a procedure. Even political party, they say if you talk again, they say it's anti-party activity, they suspend you. It's not compromise. If you are not comfortable, about, look for a way to communicate, but don't rebel. What did he say in the next verse? Verse 20. He said, verse 20, let's have 20. What did he say? He said, but if, if you do what? Rebel. You will not escape the sword. Sword does not pamper. Sword destroy. Where is verse 20? Is somebody here with me? Oh, combine together. Okay. But if you refuse, so you see, it's a choice. And do what? Rebel. Everybody say go against instruction. Open your eye, go and be doing chess. Who did they say they are? No problem. It, no, it's not by mind. It's not by CISPAC. It's not by anything. It's not about who you know. We are talking about spiritual. There's people that are being flogged today. They can't sleep. They have good homes. They have good bed. They can't sleep. 3 a.m. You have gone half sleep. They are still, their eye is still shining. It's not normal. Some of them are some product of what? Disobedience. When your doctor gives you medication, eh? <laughs> it's not about buying the medication. You people are medical people. There's always an instruction. One each day. If you take four, you may not wake up. People go, I think Kun here. You have rebelled against the doctor's instruction. It will, what was supposed to be a blessing to you, work against you. Yeah, so if you can obey the doctor's instruction, I've told you I do fall sick. They will take me to hospital. They will test me. One nurse that I don't know where is from, I say, raise your hand, I obey. If I don't raise my hand, multi God. And some of you are taking this medication and you just feel, oh, I'm getting well. You stop. Because you're not eating chicken and meat together. I say, uh -uh, I'm okay now. <laughs> You leave it. Half obedience is what? No obedience. Very soon. <laughs> the, the virus that was going back all of a sudden, you don't know this. You didn't finish this thing. He said, on a day here, he said, we did. It don't stop. It don't stop. They will not come with more fire. <laughs> it must be what? Complete obedience. Obeying spiritual instruction, you will enjoy. There's a good of every man. That's a good of every land. Anywhere I go to God deposited something. Every nation of the world. Every community, God deposited something. So just take by that instruction. And so God told Israel when they got into Canaan, it was a strange land. You can't beat the people of the land. That's why Nigeria has, we have grown to what they call uh, local police. We need state police. We need local police. We need community police. Because they know you. Sometimes when I go to my hometown, before, before I reach my, my village, some people in Lagos have called me and said, you are in home. I said, but I didn't tell you. How did I know? Some people have seen you and you didn't see them. You are two hours away from your home. They have already announced it that you are there. You wonder, 12 a.m., they don't go with touchlight, but they are seeing So you can't beat them in their own land. But by divine instruction, you can humble them. 
If you obey God, I'm going to somewhere. Just listen to me. This is what we have practiced. This is what we are practicing. And that's what's keeping us on. We are always on. We don't live by the economy of the world. We live by the economy of God. By the instruction of God. That's how we prosper. When you farm in this land, in this land, hear me, old nation. This is your secret. Every businessman has a secret. You see, Coca-Cola has a secret of that taste. Pakistan, the same taste. Nigeria, the same taste. UK, the same taste. Australia, the same taste. There's a secret. The founder has to register it, and you cannot. Fanta, the same thing. Everything has a secret. And so for we in the kingdom, we have our secret, and that's what is confusing the devil. And so they begin to criticize our principle and instruction God has given to us. If you listen to their loud voice, you lose God by your side. So, but as you stay by this instruction, the good of the land, you'll enjoy. The peace of the land, you'll enjoy. When you farm and you harvest, every one of you, take a tenth of it to the Levites. That was what the land, the land they found themselves, they were not doing, they didn't understand that secret. That was the secret of Israel. That's why for those of you who have been there, Israel is, is in one of the desert nations of the world. You will just see, you can barely uh, walk barefooted. You will be burnt. But when you look closely, agriculture is one of the, one of the areas that they make their foreign money. You see how leaves are growing. Where are they growing from? From the same hot land. That's the only nation where you see the water. They, it flows from living water. You now see the Dead Sea. There's a place called Dead Sea. It comes to a point. It's a supernatural assignment. Whether you can swim or you can't swim, when you fall in there, you float. And the water must not enter your eyes. You will be blind for a few hours. few hours, you will see nothing. That's God. You see mountains that you will be afraid. You will be afraid. And I wonder how Jesus could walk to that mountain. They have to take vehicle to ferry us there. They are, they are Israel is in the midst of enemies. Round them. Anywhere they turn to enemies with AK-47. 247. The Palestinians they are talking about, you watch on news, they live in the same community. Just, there's a gap. They, are just, they know themselves. In those days of uh, Iraq president, uh, what's that he said? Saddam Hussein. If, if one of his citizens misbehaves, he will send missile to Israel as a sign of annoyance. Yet God kept them. The only way they can survive in the midst of enemy is by obedience to the instructions of God. It is God that will lead you out of trouble by obedience. It's God that will prosper you by obedience. It is God that will touch the heart of men by obedience. It's not going to the person's house every day. But if you rebel against God, Saul utterly destroy 
he went to pick some cows, fat cows for business. Adding some pigos. That will not prosper you. You will only have it for now. But the result later will be disastrous. We have seen them in these nations, and you can see it practically. They have lived outside of the foundation of our forefathers, the instructions he gave to us. As a nation, how we will survive? America said all men are created equal. Our leaders, no, they say it in the words, but it's not so in actions. That's why where we are today, staying tribalistic, religious-wise, my people, their people, Take the best man. No, we take the wrong man because he's from my place. And he will give us the wrong thing. If you rebel against my word, you'll be devoured by the sword of the enemy. All you need to step into the inheritance of your parents is just obedience. You don't need battle about it. You are just, like they always say, you are the 11th hour. So your inheritance... Or you can lose it and you can possess it without any stress. The president's son don't struggle to see his father. His daughters don't struggle to see him because they are his children. Nevertheless, they are under instruction. Ever since he became president to now, you've never seen any of his children spoke to any pressman. Anyone? Nobody. Seven years going to eight. That's instruction. And they are staying by it. You don't even see them in public places. They are there, but they are under watch. They are under instruction. And they, that makes them to maintain that office and that position. Obedient may be costly. The end result always priceless. Did you hear what I said? It may be costly, but the end result is always priceless. To obey is difficult. It's painful. It will, it will make you lose friends sometimes. It will make some person reject you. Because you choose to obey. The end of it is priceless, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes when you say no in obedience... It will make you lose some friends. Miss out in some money matter. But the end will be priceless to you. Obedience may be costly. But everything has an end. The end will be priceless to your own side. Seek for it. Saul lost the opportunity of retaining the royal family in his father's house by disobedience. Not in war. He was not defeated in war. He missed it simply because he reserves of things God say utterly destroyed. Someone said, but what is it? You said you have done it. He said, yes, but what is he playing that I'm hearing? Uh, he said it's for sacrifice. That's why he told him that obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. Get it correct from the beginning. And don't wait for amendment. 
later. It's costly. See, see, see our road in Lagos. See the way they are. I'm sure if you drive through Oshodi uh, from, yeah, from almost beginning of uh, Oworo to going to Maitu, that road I saw when they were building it by Dan Gote and his construction company. They did the right thing. They first of all fixed iron, cleared the land and fixed very heavy irons before they did their cementing work on it because of the pressure on that road. You can be sure the next 10, 20 years, it's not going to crack. But here, election is getting close now. They started patching some places because they are coming to it. Foolishly, some of you still be shouting. The same people that oppress you told you lies seven years ago. They are coming back again. And you are believing. What do you expect God to do? God don't come to vote. God don't come to vote. It is worse still. You are more wicked when you sit at home and be watching TV that you are playing ball. And I say, let them do. They will make the rule that one day, if we don't do something, they will tell us that come to church only once a month. Did not pandemic try it? When they open the place, we are rushing like bees. Okay, thank you, Jesus. That's what policy can do. Very powerful. Obey God. Saul refused to obey. He did what he wanted. Want. The cost, the price was the, the, the consequence was, was, was priceless. You can't wait, you can't measure it. It was serious. Before Samuel could talk, he held his garment and the thing tore a little, just tore a little. The prophet just said, as you tore by garment, so the kingdom tore upon you. Immediately, you go the wrong path. Everything begins to go wrong. That's just, it's a matter of time. Sometimes it's not swift like that. You know, I told you, when you buy a goat, a cow, to kill it, maybe in three days' time, you don't leave it starving. You'll be feeding the cow, bringing water. And some people passing, they'll say, oh, how they love this cow. The law will say, oh, how this man loves me. Ah, it's better than my former owner. He's feeding me three times a day, giving me water to drink. He didn't love you nothing. He's working on your flesh. So that the blood will flow better and the meat will be richer. That's the whole idea. And that's what happened. So sometimes some people, they operate in disobedience and things are still working for them. You think that uh, God was involved there. They are in, you are in being creased. Bible says suddenly when they say peace, 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 destruction shall come. Things started going wrong for Saul immediately. He went to battle, destroyed 1,000, David 10,000. And the women started singing all of a sudden. The praises of David everywhere. It became a problem to him. All of a sudden, demons start entering his head. The guy would blow uh, 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 his sacks and the demons would give away. He rose against him. The thought of death came to his mind. He now wanted to kill. He was, now, he, was not afraid, he was now afraid of a guy who has no gun. You have the ministry to yourself, but you are afraid of somebody that has no troops in commando. You have lost it. The confidence is gone. The fear has embedded you. You can't sleep again. Even your own son has to form an alliance with your enemy. That's what happened when you go against God's instruction. God said, I gave you a job, I gave you a business, and you are making money. My work is here, and you cannot share from that blessing. Hey, what? How, 
How wicked can we be? How? God does not come down from heaven. The generator is running. I remember somebody donated this gen to us. Before he gave it to us, we were, we were hiring gen where we moved in here. 40,000 every day. Anytime we use it, 40,000. And God will not bless him. How does God's work prosper? How does people's life prosper? God has made you billionaires. And you come to your communities. You see children that are intelligent. But they have nobody to sponsor. What did God give you the money for? What did he give you money for? To grow fatter? Buy more aircraft? How many do you really need? Huh? Just bless people. Everybody is winding up. Everybody is going one after the other. And then on that last day, we all sit down at that funeral. They begin to say testimony about the person. It's about your impact, influence, and how honorable you were to people. That's what speaks at the end. God gives us instruction every time. Most people obey. Most people don't obey. God said you, you will eat the good of the land. When Akunye Lee, the late Dr. Akunye Lee of Nabdak, how did he become the DG? By obedience, good works. He was giving money when he was sick. As a, what, I don't know where he was working. But by his position, he was taking abroad and giving some extra code for his treatment. By the time he got there, after prayers, before he left, the doctor, you know, white people, they will test you very well before they start cutting you. When they looked at him, they said, no, we can't find anything. You're okay. Meanwhile, the money has been released. It's not about speaking in tongues. It's not uh, your, your Bible is bigger than mine. That's not what we're talking about. This woman came back to this country, took the money back to the account office of the ministry. He said, uh, I don't have problems, so there's no need for it. He returned it. It was recorded. We didn't read about it. Obedience. Some people were laughing at him. Some people were mocking at him. They said, it's foolish opportunity you have, this and that. Suddenly one day, a man by the name of Lucio Basanjo became the president of Nigeria, and there was need to sanitize. No, we never knew anything called Navdak until that woman came. And while they were checking records, we pop up to the president. Tell this woman that uh, returned money. Returned money in this country? What's that number? The president called her by himself. He needed nobody. Nobody connected him but her good works. Some years she did it, it's still forgotten. Some people laughed at her. <laughs> what she didn't get. How much was it that she returned compared to the name, the office, and the doors he opened for his children and generation? Are you understand what I'm saying? It may not pay now. Your obedience now may not pay now. Your generations will reap from it. There are some young men today they are not as educated as you, but they are very comfortable because of their father's name, their mother's name, their uncle's name. Look at your neighbors, ask him, are you obedient? When Saul was searching for David for destruction and came close to him, you can imagine where uh, Mr. Shepherd is seated. And Saul, he is, he is David in the cave. With his guys. And Saul with his team came. They were coming close. Unknown to them. 
and his guys told him, said, Oga, God is good. We say all the time. I said, Oga, God is good. We say all the time. He said, the Lord has brought your enemy to your mouth. Eat him. Very, very close. Very free. David was tested with the word of God then. And being somebody that is scripturally filled, <laughs> he has known in the scripture, said, touch not my anointed. No matter the circumstances, leave him for me. Leave her for me. I'll take care of him. This somebody that I've tried, he didn't hide it that he wants you dead. And it's by you. You are seeing him about to drink poison. You are not the one that said it, but you were dead. Somebody, you saw somebody put the poison. And it's about to drink. How many of you will say, don't? How many of you will say, don't? I mean to your enemy, somebody. That's when your Christianity is tested. It is not uh, carrying Bible. It's not coming church. Your Christianity must be tested. Is it not one of you here that called me from the bank and say, Papa, I say yes. He said, I'm in the bank. I say yes. I didn't send you to the bank. He said, I saw 100,000 by my side. It's just by me. I'm not joking. I'm telling you. 100,000 by Are you the one that put it there? I said, no. He went to the deposit. He said, no. So why are you looking at it? Turn your eyes from where to Cameras are everywhere. You just touch it like this. 100,000. Not one billion dollars. So just catch you. And now call me. Do you know him? I'll call uh, Victor. Money call of them. Do you people know him? <laughs> say that, that I work with them. Whatever they say is what I say. It won't work for me. David said, I will not. There is oil on his head. I didn't put it. God put him by his pocket. Let God remove. Obedience. He was close to take him out. But he pulled down his now and rested the arms of his soldier and allowed Saul to pass by him. As he passed, he chopped off a part of his garment. And he came out from his cave and said, what? He still called him my Lord. And Saul was familiar with that voice. He turned face to face with the person you sought to kill. He was to take you out. And he was there. As soon as I saw he bowed down before him. He bowed down before him. He said, my Lord, what have I done? You can see that you came close. But I can't take you out. What did I do to you? What did I do to you? <laughs> That's why David's life was elongated. That's why his sins was never looked at, was forgiven. Because he's a man of the heart. Say, shepherd, shepherd protects, keeps. Shepherd don't destroy. Shepherd risks his life. He risks the loyalty of his members. Imagine the guys who are risking their life to stand with David. I said, oh God, let's take him out. He said, no, we are not taking him out. Some of them can rebel. Said, we risk with this man. 
This man is a chicken-hearted person. Can betray us too much. He risked that. He was running after the people that kidnapped his family and saw a boy gasping for life. He was dying. Was dying. David, remember Galatians 6.10. Then Paul said, as you have opportunity, as you have opportunity, do good to all. Eh? Did he say to your member of your church? To your people from your village? To your friends? To people who smile at you? People who greet you in church? Do good. There are some of you who can only pick those you love. They are your friends after service. Every person you see here is angel. Now, you don't know the assignment in this place. Everybody see here, it's an angel. Don't look down on nobody. I can tell you that from experience. See, when we were doing the second phase of this work, it was 20 million. Suddenly, God spoke to me through someone long time ago here. That made me to know, stand up, Japheth, this young man called Japheth. Stand up, sir. And this man. That's why this uh, one of my ways to appreciate your sacrifice. I called the engineer when he brought a list. Quantity survey, right? That's a quantity survey. It's an engineer also. I wish I knew them before the foundation. But I believe. God opened my eyes to them when he wanted me. Through somebody here who told me something about these two persons long time ago. So when this opportunity came, I invited both of them only. And they came Victor and myself, just four of us. We invited the engineer in this office to break down. Because that's not my area. I don't understand those terminologies. Columns. I call it pillar. They say it's column. They know how they measure the concrete and all those things. That's their area of their professionalism. So, you see, God sends you people, but they don't look it. You need to be deep in God to pick them out. And it will save you a lot. To cut the long story short, by the time they were done with the engineer, at the point I was feeling sorry for the engineer, especially this one. Very, very vocal. I was, I said, oh boy, no spoil this thing for us. <laughs> he was speaking the time. He saw that. I remember vividly. There's one he quoted. He said it's 40, 46,000 per, per, per person or per whatever. When he was done with him, the thing came down to 23,000. I'm not joking. He was even respecting me to ask. He said, oh God, we're into this thing. And we walk by jurisdiction. This area had a job going on. This was the this was thing. By the time they were done, they saved us five million naira. Did you hear what I said? Five million naira that will have entered the pocket of the engineer, and he still collects the other one altogether. He saw what obedience is. I was spoken to. I obey. I walk by it. He saved us five solid million, minimum. And I'm forever grateful on behalf of the church. Please sit down. Why some come to the church to take? If it's well, one million. They say it's three million. Some come to save. 
It doesn't look popular, but on the long run, they will be grateful for what they have done. Obedience is better than sacrifice. David saw the dying child. This is somebody that his wife and children are kidnapped. He has the army by himself. The guy was dying. David stopped. Galatians 6.10 came. As thou hast opportunity. Let's capture that scripture. Galatians, any scripture I mentioned, put it there. I don't need to add. Galatians 6.10 says, as thou hast opportunity, do good to all. As we, therefore, as we have, therefore, opportunity. What is opportunity? The seat you are occupying now. Somebody say now. now. You will not always be there. I went to America without interview because somebody in this church was occupying a position that he used it for me, and that was it. But now, he's no longer there. Wherever you are now, you aren't going to be there. Even me as a pastor, a time is going to come. I'll be so old, I can't function the way I'm functioning. I will sit down, either here or somewhere. So it's an opportunity you have now. Everything is an opportunity. You have an opportunity to learn how to drive. There's a car available. Learn it now. Learn it. You have an opportunity to learn how to cook now. Young woman, young man. Not only woman, again, man. Because your wife can abandon you tomorrow. He can travel tomorrow. He can do anything tomorrow. You might be, you might be laughing, but that's the truth. As you have opportunity, do what? Do good to all men. He said, especially unto them who are what? Of the household of faith with you. How can a, a, a believer's faith be strengthened without your support, my support? Some people had opportunity of giving us money. You can see how the work has progressed. Some people's money, five million, two million, three million, just for a few persons. That's why you say. Like Pastor Van said on Wednesday, he said, money don't hide. If you have it, we will know. We'll see the work. David, with his soldiers that wanted to stone him, we are running with him. The guy stopped, saw the bleeding guy, and stooped low. The Bible says he gave him what? Water and bread. You know, kidnappers, every minute you wait, they go further. But he decided to stay by divine instruction, to obey God. To obey God. What is lost for years, God can recover it in a day. If you stay by obedience. He fed the guy. The Bible says, and his strength came to him. That's life came back to him. David started asking him, who are you? He said, oh God, don't kill me. He said, no. If I wanted you dead, I would not have fed you. Do you see that the way of God is not the way of man? Your natural mind will have said, these are one of those who that came. Boom! He just take off his head. I told you, you are a champion. But he didn't know that the secret that you need is in this person that you want to kill. You kill, your journey of life is elongated. You stay longer where you are. But in the wisdom of God, in the obedience of God, David did the unthinkable, the unpopular thing, the unacceptable thing, the unreigning thing. When we obey God, they say we are old school. Leave me in my old school. It's working for me. What's that song? Oh, time religion. Oh, time religion. Oh, time religion. It's good enough for me. 
It was good for Paul and Silas. I'm not going to be singer now. If it's Bugao, all of them will shout. Bugao, just strengthen your bone for one second and you still bring it down. Give me all that tone right there. You will not sing it. But if it's go, go below, you will be there. David fed him and he started telling him, he said, I am among, among those people that came to scatter and destroy Amalekites. We are from Philistine. This is where we came from. Because he was on a trajectory place. David would have gone left. Would have continued the wrong place. And you know life, if you're on the right path, you're on the wrong path. That's why I pray for daughters here. You will not marry the wrong man. All your training by your parents, all your certificates, all your school, it ends. What did I say? School, all your school. It ends when you meet the wrong person. And those people, they are the ones that talk more. They will fill your head with all kinds of words. My tomato, my indomie. Are you on this earth? Where have you been? Your hair will be swollen. You won't hear anything again. It's on the wrong side. People who make it happen, they don't talk too much. They speak by action. Like that one, I came to deceive our daughter here. Say, working with uh, all your company. Not knowing that he's living at AJ. AJ. So, when you obey God, God saves you from a lot of hassles, a lot of trouble. There are diseases that don't stay in your system. In obedience. He said, this is where we came from. And that was it. That was all that David needed. In First Samuel, the Bible, to, uh, Genesis, I think 38, he was talking about Joseph going to seek his brothers. He obeyed his father to go look after his brothers, even though they hated him. So behold, the dream had cometh. The scripture said he was wandering around. An angel showed up. When the Bible says a certain man, when names are not mentioned, it's angel's presence. Angelic presence in the form of man. When he's done, his job is gone. He said, who seeketh thou? He said, I seek for my brother. He said, I heard when they say, what? Every word that I have spoken in secret about you, somebody have heard it. And if you live in obedience, it will be revealed to you. It will be revealed to you. Do you know by scripture that every offering you give is recorded in heaven? The Bible says time will come in the days of trouble that your God will remember your offering. Your level of offering. We think uh, we are fools. Who take our 10%, 15%? Who make sacrifice? Who are sowing? We think we are fools? The people who release millions here, they are not wise. They have uh, entered scam. They have entered one chance. Those are the things they are telling you because they don't know. But we know. The kingdom we belong to, that's our secret. That's how we prosper. I wanted to share a testimony, but I leave it because somebody else will do it himself. To tell you that this thing pays. When we stay in obedience, it pays. How? Good health, sound mind, peace at home, divine provisions. God connected us to the right, to the right people and making us have what we didn't pay for. Those are the price of obedience. It transcends from generation to generation. 
go to school and hear what is going on. My son was just sharing with me. We were driving down from his school. That some students were expelled. 400 level. 400 level. You know 400 level? All of you who are here, hearing the sound of my voice. And those of you out there. A young boy with a young girl. They were having sex in one of the classrooms around. They caught them. Boom! Everything gone. Four years. Private school. You know what the parents paid? I'm talking about the school fees alone. The feeding alone. Other expenses alone. The future. The career. And it's on record. Every of his students. Later, no matter what they become, they will make reference to them. Say, those students that were dismissed when they were caught. You can't change it from the heart of man. That's what happens when you live in disobedience to God's instruction. How proud would your parents be? Oh, has he graduated? No, he has not. He has started from the beginning. That's what happens when you live in disobedience. During the week, that young, young boy, 20 years old, that Calabar guy that, that raped and killed, what's that her name? Is he Maureen or what? 20 years. Just 20 years. Disobedient. What it costs. You can't quantify it. Now the, doc, the, 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 the judge has handed over death by hanging until your last breath. That's what he has lived 20 years for. Every one of you who are seated down here. Be patient with life. Keep your hands straight. I've told you I sold bread in this Lagos. My school is there where I went to. My sister and I. We don't look it except as I'm telling you. Not just bread, we sell provision. Every weekend we must carry to and sell sugar and all those things to my mom. We were not disobedient to them. Till my father has 80 something, I was, I was cleaning their house anytime I visit them. Because I seek for the blessing that cannot be taken from me. It doesn't change who I am. It doesn't. Some of you visit your uncle, all you are interested in the money, you cross your leg in the money, he wake up before you, he clean the house, and you are there. Uncle, 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 uncle. That's all you know. Uncle by mouth. Lazy. Can't walk, can't do nothing. Look at that young man, he paints me. Very young boy, 20 years old. He's going to walk to the gallow. Handcuffed, feet and hands. My father walked there in the prison, so we know what it looks like. It's a quiet room. They so they're a police officer. From that, from that day, as soon as the governor of that state signed, execute, it's over. They walk. They walk up to you. It's on condemned cell. TC cell is called condemned cell. It's a very dangerous person, so you don't come close to him. With the handcuffed feet and hands, walk to the gala, covered. They will read the judgment to him. Invite a priest to lead him to Christ for the last word. And as he's standing there, he don't know where you are standing. It's, it's uh, what's the English they use for it? It's movable. Yeah, that's the word. It moves. Think it's normal. And they are talking to you in a split of second. That tiny ring is on the person's neck. And they press a button. Boom! It pulls off. And you struggle with life until and the doctor confirms. Is that what you want? If he has lived in obedience. God instruction, because everything starts with God, not about parents. There are some of our parents that are smoking Indian hemp. 
and they will introduce you to you. That's not the obedience God is called. God is your true father. He will not introduce you to what will destroy you. Our, our dear father, Ebenezer Obe, that's the person I was, I was telling you during the week, just lost his son, 46 years old, in hard drugs. And he's so pain. You know what it means for a father to be told his children are supposed to bury him? Burying them? Because of disobedience? Stay away. Say no. It's not good for you. Say no. People who made it say it's not good for your head. Say no. You are, you are, you are among your, your equals. You just want to show that you belong. Even when you know the pain, after taking it, after doing it, when you go to your private, you know the pain that comes with it. But you just want to please people who don't care about you. They don't care about you. God that cares about you, you disobey him at your own detriment. Every child that stays by parents' instruction, it goes well with them. Your parents can go to any mile. Go to the academy, you are succeeding. Your mother, special mother, they can sell their wrappers, sell everything they have to make sure that you further your education. You can't tell a mother, say no money. You could do anything. Not when you are in disobedience, when you are in obedience. Because obedience will lead to prosperity. You will prosper when you stay in obedience. Check the scriptures. Everyone who live in disobedience, God lifted them. God exalted them. But immediately the spirit of disobedience comes on them. They begin to go down. Everything begins to go wrong for them. Your willing and obedience. When you live your life as a seed, I wrote, its impact lives. It lives forever. It lives for generations. When you live your life as a seed, that you drop it for God. I celebrate every one of you that make sacrifice. I celebrate every one of you that give towards God's work. I celebrate everyone that deny yourself things. Sometimes people, when, when you see people that give, you think that they have all. They have all. They don't. They are laying their life as a seed. And it's going to move from generation to generation. This thing works. To the glory of God, all the nations of the world that I have, I have walked, I have moved to. I have never boarded a taxi paid for. There's always one seed or the other that is at the airport. The time I knew how expensive it was, was I was in London to preach for one church. Pastor Walter could not come to pick me. They had to order Uber for me. By the time I, they took me from where I was to the place, 90 pounds, sir. I calculated it to Naira. And I saw Pastor Walter, I said, thank you. And the airport is very far from the city, you know. So these things work. God saves you. God delivers you. He grants you good health. You will live long if you stay in obedience. So you are not taking some things. You see, our system differs. Our system differs. So don't just eat things. Don't just drink things. Don't just be smoking for the fun of it. They are cutting your life short. And these things, when you take in like 10 grams of it inside, it looks like eight goes up, two remains there. They are stored. And you are getting older. By so, you, you are getting weaker. And they will begin to tell in your older age. Don't leave your children a crisis parent. You can't be calling them left and right. Everywhere they are. Your, child, your, your daughter just had a baby. They are calling him that you are not feeling well. Don't know how to leave the baby and run after you. Live a healthy life. By obedience, by instruction. And make them be happy and be proud of you. 
and it starts now. Same thing for your parents. Make it easier for them. They are going through a lot over you. Why are you worsening it with evil news? Do you know how embarrassing it is for your school to call your parents? Are you, your, the phone rings, doesn't know, it say yes. Are you so-so person for say yes? Please, you are needed at school. Disorganizes. It disorganizes them. That's not why they sent you there. It doesn't make them live longer. You're already reducing their life gradually. And the time will come, you will look for them. You will not find them. Obedience will elongate your life. It brings prosperity to your doorstep. It will keep you crisis-free. In obedience, you will drive cars you didn't buy. House you didn't build will be given to you because God knows the heart to touch. Every seed as you lay your life as a seed, it will germinate with time. These are what we have experienced. These are what we know. This is working. It's called divine instruction. Obedience is better than sacrifice. If God says it, I, I believe it. And that settles it. No reverse and no looking back. God has prospered you by covenant. God has established you by covenant. We are going through the process. That process involves a lot of obedience. Be in church on time. Carry out your instruction within the period that you are. When God gives to you, give to the work of God. When God gives to you, pay the school fees of someone. If you are done sending your children to school, they are graduated, pick another person and begin to pay the school fees of that person. If you can build house for people you have, build, give to them. That's what life is all about. You are the extension of God's hand. Don't make God say that he made a mistake to release the resources. Why do people have three cars and some other people don't have one? Because God trusts you that you are going to use it on his behalf for good, for the enlargement of the kingdom. And that's why during our 20th convention, our kingdom pillar award will be going to some certain persons. And not necessarily what they have done here, even other places. Recognizing them on this earth as heaven recognized them, that we honor those who have made sacrifices for the expansion of God's kingdom. If you are not giving offering, you are not paying tithe. How will these ACs will be working? How will these instruments be working? How will this building will be going up? Every great thing you see is the sacrifices of somebody. Sometimes it's just one person. A man at VGC there built for Winners Chapel. A church, one billion, a single man. He's still breathing very well. He's still breathing. The last time I checked, he's still breathing. Normal. Normal. Fabulous. <laughs> As a redemption camp, Big Daddy called there, Papa Deboye. He said he needed uh, some people give the Lord one billion. Everywhere was quiet. I saw a man walk out. We thought it's one man. Another one walked out. I looked at him and said, it's one billion. Six people walk out. Like that. Normal human beings. And they didn't dress sophisticated though. Very simple. Some of them had their check there. They just wrote it. You know, one billion is easy to write. One billion. <laughs> not 398,000 naira. There, there will not be space. There will not be space. You pass 398,000 naira. 20 cobble. Rise on your feet, everybody. Obara. Oh, 
We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Conoil Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.